This is the Tigers Radio Network. From the press box, high atop the 50-yard line in Harry Hardy Stadium, providing you exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers, back to call the second half of tonight's game, here's Bob Herpin and Greg Pecco. Back to live action here at Harvey Stadium as the clock ticks down to begin the start of the second half. And in the Battle of the Predators, Marple Newtown Tigers have done a vastly better job of containing the winged lions of St. Pius X from Pottstown here, Greg. It's 21-0, and that pretty much tells the story of the game. Total domination on the left side of the scoreboard. Well, winged or not, these lions aren't very fierce tonight. So uh, the Tigers have handled them very well uh, through the air on the ground. Two, to, two on the ground, Nick Stevens with one rushing. Graziano with the other, and then Dan Giordano getting in the act through the air, receiving a pass in the end zone from Kevin Johnson, who's had a great last couple of weeks passing the ball. Well, Greg, I think the play which the entire game thus far has hinged on was that botched snap and the second fumble, which was recovered by Nick Stevens deep in Marple Newtown territory as uh, the Lions were driving for their first score. Well, yeah, it was a series of uh, tenuous moments, a couple plays in a row where they had some ball-handling mistakes on the Lions' side of offense, and eventually it led to a turnover, and the Tigers took advantage of it, took it down the field, scored, and, and haven't looked back since. Exactly. You mentioned Kevin Johnson, the quarterback. He uh, sure-handed yet again and also making several excellent defensive plays including three, by my count, uh, near interceptions that ended up in, in pass breakdowns. And now they'll get the ball back, which is even bigger to start the half, and have an opportunity to put some more points on the board. So the Tigers in their home black with the orange numbers and letters facing off against the Lions with light gold helmets and their jerseys, blue pants, and blue shoulders with white torsos. Kick will be coming from Cole Parkinson. Interesting, listed only as a quarterback and a wide receiver. Now gets the kick. He meets the ball at the 40-yard line and is a low line drive coming down to Graziano at the 15 across the 20. Across the 25, has a seam up the middle. 35, 30, 45, 40. Gets by Parkinson, midfield. 45, 40, 35, cuts to the outside. 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown! Go Graziano! Wow, what a way to wow. begin the second half, Greg. Wow, we were talking about it during the break. Let's get uh, about two quick scores possibly for the Tigers. There's That's one. the quickest one you could possibly get. Finally, <laughs> he's able to break through this season on the kick return and get a big touchdown. And he didn't look back that entire run there. That was an electric 17 seconds to begin the second half. Graziano, look that like he goes at least 85. 84, 85 yeah. yards on that one. Broke oh. several tackles along the way as he wove in and out from the far sideline up the middle of the field to the right hash marks and had a seam at about the 30-yard line after he beat Parkinson and just won the race to that right pylon. 
So Adam Fender on now for the extra point. The kick is spotted up and perfect once again. So there we go. You could not ask for a better script to be written for Graziano and Marple Newtown's offense or special teams for that matter. They now take a 28 to nothing lead. Well, that, that there is a, a statement and a crushing blow to the Lions to see that happen out of the gates here in the second half. It's hard to come back from that, and, and Graziano, once again, does it for this Tigers program. What can you say? He's just, it's not only the will, but it's also the keen eye and the legs. It's, it's, he's, he's developing into the total package here, and it was an incredible way to read the defense catching the ball. Unbelievable way to feel his way through the first couple of tackles in that column up around the 35. And then he turned on the Jets through midfield and basically broke through three guys who could have tackled him easily if they could have gotten a grip. He had Parkinson right up at midfield, made a little juke to the left and came cut back to the right. And it was just a matter of who was going to win the foot race. Well, it electrified this crowd coming out of the half. And, and now quickly, uh, the only kick of the day for the Lions is... is uh, not very good coverage. So the Tigers will now have to kick off. So Adam Fender back and Dante Astheimer and Aaron Tarlecki, numbers 8 and 40 respectively for the winged Lions back deep, both standing at their own 10-yard line. Adam Fender's up, meets the ball at the 40-yard line. It's a high end-over-end kick. Coming down to Astheimer at the 20, across the 25, across the 30, 35, 40. He's got a seam up the middle, gets across midfield before he's finally taken down. Well, one good turn deserves another. Mario Diaguardi on the stop. Dante Astheimer very nearly broke another one. It would have been interesting. Two consecutive kicks, two consecutive scores, but at least Mario Diaguardi did a good job of just finally dragging him down just across the Tigers' portion of midfield. So the Lions set up first down and 10 at Marple Newtown's 48. Parkinson now. Under center, fakes a handoff and goes up the middle to Tarlecki. He gets across the 45. Nick Stevens on the stop. For those Tigers is only about four yards picked up. Well, it's absolute desperation time for the Lions. and Just on two plays now, they've, they've shown that desperation and spurred them to bigger things. But let's see if that as time progresses, Marple Newtown's defense is able to settle down and make those excellent reads like they did all first half. Second down and six from the 44 now. Parkinson under center. Two wide receivers, one left, one right. It's a handoff this time to Astheimer. He gets a couple of yards. Looks like he pushes the wall up to about the 40. Christian Whiteside, the big defensive tackle, 6'2", 218 on the stop that time. And now short, uh, third down play will be coming up. Hunt, they've brought it back a little bit. They did not give him forward progress to the 40, so it will be third down and four from the 41. Ten twenty-seven remaining here in this third quarter already. Many things have happened if you have just joined us. Cole Parkinson now under center again. It's a handoff this time to Astheimer. 
And I don't know, maybe he does get to pick up the first down, but it looks like he was driven back as soon as he reached the marker. Well, Giordano came up, met him at the line, and, and this one looks like it got him stopped shy of that first down, so it looks like it will be fourth down upcoming. Had to get to the 38-yard line there, just in front of the 38, and looks like the ball is spotted at the 39, so that will bring up that fourth down. Fourth down and one. So this is the kind of area where Parkinson had a little bit of success towards the end of the first half with a big run to get into the red zone, but yeah, no no chance, I don't think, of punt this time on fourth and short. Not when you're down by this much. Tarlecki and Astheimer are directly behind center. Parkinson is hit and brought backwards. He loses the football. The ball the play was already blown dead, even though Giordano picked it up and had open real estate ahead of him. Well, Giordano met up at the line again, stops him short, and gives possession back to the Tigers here. Gain of about a half a yard there, so another excellent stop. And Marple Newtown will take over just inside its own 40. 9.27 to go here in this third quarter. An electric opening kickoff by Phil Graziano. Gave Marple Newtown a 28-0 lead, and Dante Astheimer took the ball 50-some yards across midfield here for the winged Lions possession, but four and out. And now Johnson under center. Hands off to Graziano. He gets across the 45. Takes three or four guys up or across midfield. So we'll see progress wow. forward. At least he gets to the mid to the midfield stripe. Possibly a yard extra. He had three guys hanging on him. Picked up extra, about four or five yards extra. And then three more guys piled on. Total and, then they six. Had, and then they had them all dancing. Took six. And they still couldn't stop him. Took six to uh, just stop him. Not even put him on the ground. So they did give him that extra yard. And it will be a first down at the Pius 49-yard line. Again, we want to inform you that there is a five-touchdown mercy rule here where if Marple Newtown gets that extra touchdown with the extra point and takes a 35-0 lead, it will be a continuously running clock. So a handoff this time to Graziano on a delay. Gets across the 45, 40, 35, 30, 20, 10, 5, touchdown! Another big play by Phil Graziano. Oh, wow. He's on a roll now. He is absolutely unstoppable and has only eyes for one thing, that is the goal line, and nobody has been able to stop him tonight. And that was a big 40-yard touchdown run by Graziano that time. So he now has 125 yards in, in the last uh, about five minutes here. <laughs> in the last and, four touches. And, tw and 12 points on the board. So, so Adam Fender now on for the, the coup de gras. 8.44 to go here in the third quarter. Marple Newtown ahead big. And plenty of time for more as the kick from Fender is up. And it is good. So that lead is now extended to 35-0. Best of all possible worlds for Marple Newtown here. With a great defensive stop at the end of the first half. An unexpected special teams return for a touchdown. Another defensive stop on a fourth down. And then boom. Right there with another touchdown by Phil Graziano. And St. Pius, you got to wonder what they're thinking on the other side. Yeah. At first it was a little trickle, then it was uh, maybe a snowball, but now it's an avalanche. Well, we're at that 35-point mark, which means the clock should be running for the rest of this game, no matter what happens, no matter how close it gets from here on out. Now, is that just a Central League rule, or is that pretty much uniform? That's the uniform rule. They, they have that throughout... Most of the state, most most of the country has that rule. 
uh, maybe at different point levels, but that is the rule. Well, I never personally witnessed it with Haverford High School back in, in uh, my days when I was a resident of Havertown, and certainly not in the Philadelphia Catholic League with St. Joe's Prep, who didn't have these world-beating teams until I was well out of college. <laughs> I, I can't say I, I haven't had this experience. Right, yeah, Mr. Ridley I, over I, here, I, right. I've, uh, <laughs> I was fortunate to go to and live in an area where there's in a big traditional high school power. A football nugget in Folsom. Yeah. So Adam Fender's back for the kick. Executive producer Jim Alsman, always good for those interjections. And a lighthearted spirit here up in the booth. And Fender just squibs it along the carpet. Across the 35, 30 taken by Tarlecki at the 20. Across the 25, 30. 35 and finally dragged down about the 36. Well, a 35 nothing lead helps with spirits in the booth up here, uh, especially down on the sidelines. Uh, but a concern would be don't get too lax- lackadaisical. Finish the job. Keep them on the ground. Right, if you saw in the lower Marion contest, it was 35-14, and all of a sudden, boom. Yeah. It's an eight-point lead, and suddenly Marple Newton has to hang on for dear life in the end. I think they learned from that game. Uh, in two ways, learn to keep on them and to uh, finish the team off when you have to. So Tarlecki goes to the 42-yard line, first and 10. Parkinson under center, he drops back. He gets away from a man, has a man downfield. It's a dying duck. Who's going to go under it? And it is picked off. Ron Alf. Ron Alf again, and he didn't have to do any leaping there. It was just fell right into his hands. Intercepted by Ron Alf with the interception at the 40, got back up to the 43. It's great to see how he's been rewarded both offensively and defensively this season. A lot of heart, that Ron Alf. Yeah, he's a, he's a senior that deserves a lot of kudos for his performance this season very, on both sides of the football. Very intelligent play. Very intelligent player. And for a small guy, he uses he uses every inch of his body to, to do what he needs to do in order to well, be I can, successful. I can identify with that as a man who only topped out at a 5'9 and a half during his uh, strapping young lad days and in any case, first down and 10 from Marple Newtown at the 43-yard line. It's a handoff to Nick Stevens this time. Gets across the 45, tries to cut back, and maybe gets a couple yards before he's uh, finally gang-tackled, but not brought down. Well, number 32, Matt Galloway on the stop for the Lions. However, Tigers pick up about three and a half, four yards on the play. And that fever is carried over to Nick Stevens again. He carried six guys with him, and the whistle was blown without Nick Stevens having gone down. Yeah, the Lions are back on their heels now, and they're, and they're not using the correct execution needed here to, to kind of stop the bleeding and the, the Tigers are all basically running downhill the entire rest of this game. Gain of four, so second down and six from the 47 with 6.26 to go here in the third quarter. Once again, running clock with a 35-point advantage. Duffy and Graziano in the backfield. It's a handoff to Duffy, and the Mighty Might gets up across midfield. Gain of three or four. And tackled amongst the pile there that time. It looked like number 20, Mike Matthews, made the initial contact. But Duffy, a guy at uh, 164, 5'9", able to hide and, and kind of lurk in there and then eventually make a burst through. Right. Able, able to run between the legs of all the Giants out there. He has been very sneakily effective this season. So gain of four there. Third down and two from the 49-yard line of St. Pius. Two men in the backfield once again. No wide receivers in this set. Johnson goes back on a delay. Once again to Duffy. 
John De- who snuck through there on the far side away from us. John DeStefano, DeStefano, excuse me, number 29 on the stop for the Lions. And Duffy easily picks up that first down. Ball spotted at the 42 of St. Pius. Time melting away here. 5-12, 5-11, 5-10 go. And for St. Pius, as we mentioned, they were 0-8 on this season, but they have played more away games than home, so a difficult year for them. They did as well as can be expected in the first half until the Avalanche got them. And so now they're just playing for sportsmanship and pride and maybe individual heroics. As there, Mario Diaguardi gets a carry. He gets just across the 40, but there's a flag on the far side of the field. Pick up the call from referee John Kelly momentarily. Like number 70, Josh Rogers made the stop for the Lions. Blocking it back on the offense, 10 yards in the spot of the foul, repeat first down. So just a momentary hitch in the plan here for the Marple Newtown offense. Uh, let's believe, uh, I believe that's the first penalty of the day for the Tigers on either side that of the is, football. That is correct. So if nothing else, this allows them, uh, if they on first and 20, this allows them to kill more time on the clock because the way the offense has been rolling, a first down is well within reach. Oh, there is, this is the first for Marple Newtown. Remember they had the offensive pass interference on Pius late in the first half. So penalties now evenly divided one each. And the ball second down to 21 at the 47. Johnson on a delayed handoff, sweeping all the way to the outside on the right. As Dan Giordano, Matt Galloway, he gets it almost all of it back. Matt Galloway, number 32, had the stop for the Lions after, uh, I guess a pickup of about seven, six or seven. So back across midfield once again at the 46-yard line of the winged Lions. So... A little bit more manageable at second down and 14 with 3.50 remaining third quarter. Marple Newtown up 35-0 and driving once again. Matt Vandegrift in is a blocking back. Duffy and Giordano, it looks like, in the backfield. Johnson under center. It's a fake and an end around to Graziano, who bull rushes a man up around the 40-yard line and finally gets across there. Again, in the backfield... Two more penalty flags. Uh, it may have been some uh, late melees in there. Yeah, don't want, don't want to see the uh, you know unsportsmanlike conduct for either side. Despite the uh, what's on the scoreboard, got to play clean, got to play right, got to see it to the end. John Kelly will have the call now. The dead ball foul, offense, personal foul, 15 yards from the end of the run. Next down, third down, happened after the play. Well, they're getting a good run by Phil Graziano again as uh, somebody on the Marple Newtown offense. Their emotions got the better of them. So the Tigers are back across on their own side of midfield now at the 45. Third down and very long. Well, it'll be uh, interesting to see now if they can get that first down because they're back to where they started on this drive. Third down and 23. So we have one wide receiver split way to the... Left, it looks like Ryan Ferguson. But it is a handoff. Up the middle. And Matt Kendra, number 54 for the Lions, made the stop on Ryan White that time, who had to carry. 
Interesting. Ryan White, his first carry of the game. Well, I'm assuming a lot of this is preparation for down the line next season. White being a sophomore that he is, so start to see some names we may not have seen. Yeah, best to see what these guys can do right now. Final two games of the season, final two home games. So Kevin Johnson on the punt once again. It's a high end-over-end punt coming up around the 24-yard line. The ball is loose. Dante Astheimer again with trouble fielding that ball cleanly. Tried to catch it with his arms rather than seeing it into his body with his eyes. And the Lions uh, recovered that football. Once again, lucky. And what else could really go wrong for the Lions other than injuries? Is that that's the fourth yeah. time in this ball game. I know it's that good, actually it is going to stay for the Tigers. There was no initial signal. Really? So it was a muff. And I couldn't see who recovered it yeah. exactly. The the the, the initial signal. There's no initial signal. They kind of set it up like and usually like, usually like the recovery. Usually when there is no signal, that means that the offensive team recovers. However, new life for those Tigers. And they can really pour it on here. 147 to go, third quarter, 35-0 lead. Diagordi checks out. So we have Ryan Duffy and Joe Carini in the backfield. He gets the handoff up across the 20, so he's good for three yards. Carini, a name we're used to hearing 64, defensively. 64 uh, Yakalak. Had to stop. I always like those names. Very <laughs> alliterative, you know, onomatopoetic. You get a, a definite idea of what that guy brings to the table. Repeat first down. Yeah. Now, I couldn't quite pick up the, the call there, referee John Kelly. Marple Newtown's offense will be moving back five, five yards. yards. So second down and 15 from the 28. Clock starts again, 127 remaining third quarter. Officials timeout, I believe. As they confer near midfield. To respot the football. A uh, little miscommunication, oh. misspot down there. and Yes, spot of the ball, minus five, or plus five, as it were. Get it together! And uh, <laughs> Executive producer Jim Alsman piping up once again. You can take the boy out of Marple Newtown, but you never take Marple Newtown out of the boy. <laughs> Still passionate, despite a big lead. And Mario Diagordi gets his hand off to the right side, gets across the 25 and down across the 20. So they, he just negated that penalty as number 39, Jerry Luckbaum, made the stop. So we're bringing that up. I wonder if he's related to Gordy Luckbaum, the big back for now Division One AA Holy Cross Crusaders, I believe in the late 80s, early 90s. He was, he was a guy in the Phil Graziano mold, and Phil Graziano may end up becoming a Gordy Lockbaum guy, depending on where he's being recruited. Is that your football history lesson for the day? Uh, that's as far <laughs> as I can remember with uh, in my given time. Here's a handoff up the middle. It <laughs> looks like to... Hmm, is that Ryan White again? They basically have a whole new backfield 
on every play. Joe Carini. Joe Carini. Josh Rogers, number 70, the big defensive lineman, made the stop so we have Dio, for St. Pius. Diagordi is in, as well as Carl Kosarski. So we'll take a break here as with the running clock, it is a very swift end to this third quarter, a big one for the Marple Newtown Tigers. They lead 35 to nothing, and you're listening to the Tigers Radio Network, presented exclusively by the United States Marine Corps. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marble Newtown Tigers on www.marblenewtownfootball.com. 